0: Welcome to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'll share with you why I love Playa de Carmen. It's a beach resort town in Mexico along the Caribbean Sea. It's within the Riviera Maya and about 40 minutes south of Cancun. It's a tropical climate. It's probably best visited during the winter months um, because it's not as humid and hot, but, you know, it's wonderful year-round. It's a tourist destination, and you can easily get by with English. Originally, it was a small fishing village, and it began to grow after they built the ferry service to Cozumel. And Cozumel is an island that's about, you know, 40 minutes off of Playa de Carmen. And once they built that ferry service, the town continued to grow over the years as people became aware of it. And, and really, it's uh, about 60 blocks long along the, the ocean, and so it's long and narrow and it the, the the it's actually a pedestrian street for about fifty to sixty blocks. So I'll share a lot more about it with you later in the um, session. But first let me tell you how to get there. When you when you fly into Cancun, I think it's really important that you probably avoid the taxis. I mean, I, I think, you know, I've heard some stories where people have end up getting overcharged or it's pretty aggressive. The best way to get into Playa de Carmen is to arrange a shuttle. You can easily go online. Um, I've used Happy Shuttle many times. I think it's, you know, 50 to $70, um, maybe round trip. I'm trying to remember. It's, it's not all that expensive and it's just such a convenience. If you're looking to save money, the ADO bus station is right there at the airport, and you can very inexpensively get to all the destinations along the Riviera Maya. But it depends. You know, for me, I prefer the shuttle. You know, I'll take a bus to, you know, if I'm going out on a day trip, but to get to my destination, I like to be dropped off right at the condo or the hotel that I'm staying at. So one of the things I want to talk to you about is transportation or how you get around Playa del Carmen. So walking is the preferred method. I mean, they provide this wonderful pedestrian street that goes for 60 blocks that I've told you about. And I, I'm i a walker. There's nothing better to me than getting up every morning and going for a long walk and really enjoying the sightseeing in the town and sitting at a cafe and having a coffee. But if you want to move around faster, they have bike paths. So on the 10th Avenue, there's a very, very clear separated bike path that you can ride your bike. Or... Like I've said, they have the ADO bus. The ADO bus, there's two stations in Playa de Carmen, one close to the ferry terminal up on the lower numbered blocks, and then one like around in the middle around, I think it's 16th or 17th Street, was right near a condominium that I rented. So you have easily can get on a bus to go anywhere as well. The one thing I wanted to tell you about is that they do not have Uber. So a few of the cities in Mexico are starting to have Uber, and that's wonderful. Unfortunately, the taxis have really kept Ubers out of Playa de Carmen. And I've been told by others that really, if you happen to go on your app and see one, do not use it. Do not use it because there's some, you know, aggression between taxi and Ubers in Playa, and you just don't want to be involved in it. So, you know, I would avoid anything like that. And I would stick to walking, biking, um, buses, shuttles, things like that. And they are so easy to use, so easy to find, that transportation should be no issue and should be very easy for you. So I started to tell you about what the town was like. And they they have what they call a Fifth Avenue. And that's what the town's built around. And so it goes from, like, street one down to street, you know, 50, 60, and it keeps going. Every time I go to Playa, that's one of the reasons I love it, is that it's constantly changing. So this pedestrian street, it started in the upper streets, you know, probably 1 through 12 were the first streets that were there. And then over time the one street one through 12 started getting outdated and feeling really junky and touristic because as they were building the streets down to the larger numbers, you were seeing much nicer condos and you were seeing coffee shops and trendy restaurants and um, things like that. So now what I'm noticing when I go is that the street one through 12, they're all being redone. So soon I think you're going to get a, a consistent feel of the whole area, but it feels like kind of like a city but on the ocean. So you have the best of both worlds. I've been there seven or eight times, and um, I really find that there, anything that you want to do, you can do from there. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about where to retire in Mexico. I, I wouldn't pick it as a retire in Mexico type destination. It's a little bit more expensive than some of the cities that people are talking about as being the best places to retire. But it's a city that has a lot going on. And so it's wonderful for people working remotely. It's wonderful for people who just want like a two to three month winter break. It's wonderful for families. I mean, as long as the kids are, I would say, middle school or up, because there's just so much to do from here. So I think it fits a lot of people of who would really, really enjoy it. And so I've talked about Fifth Avenue. So Fifth Avenue is really the first main street off the beach. And in this Fifth Avenue, along it, when you walk this or or, um, take a stroll, there's three major malls, outdoor malls, along this pedestrian path. In addition, there are bars, there are restaurants, there are small boutique shops, there are condos, there are hotels. I mean, it's just so interesting. You'll see so much along the street. And then when you go back one block, you'll have 10th Avenue. So Fifth Avenue is the pedestrian street. Then you'll have Tenth Avenue, and then you'll have Fifteenth. Both Tenth and Fifteenth Avenue, to me, are still part of the tourist area. They each time you go back one block, it's a little less touristy, but they're still full of restaurants, shops. You'll start to see, you know, eye doctors, pharmacies, um, you know, uh, spas. Different, you know, you'll start to see a little bit different shops as you go back, and more authentic. And so I love 10th and 15th Avenue, and I do—you uh, I, I, know, after a while, 5th Avenue is very touristy. So, if, you know, people will be calling for you to buy from their stores. And, and if that bothers you, it's just something to know about. But the 10th and 15th Avenue, again, you've got 60 blocks of everything at your fingertips. Um, the, the, the range of hotels and the range of condos, Airbnbs that are available— are unsurpassed. And a lot of them are very new. So you're getting very high quality for low price. I have rented, you know, easily six, $700 for a week for a two-bedroom condos that are brand new, two king-size suites, pools on the roof, just to give you a sense of what you can find there. And so if you're, you know, somewhere for a month, you might not want to go to the beach or a beach club every day. But being able to stay in such a beautiful place And enjoy a a wonderful pool on the roof and views. You know, it's kind of like a wonderful, perfect destination. Um, The internet is fantastic in Playa. I've had very fast speeds, never had a problem. I've even noticed two or three pop-up IT support stores so I guess they've had over the pandemic a lot of people working remotely there, and they have these wonderful places that you can go in and get support for your phones, your, your computers, you know, anything that you're having trouble with. And to me, that's fantastic. That's, you know, to show you what's available and to show you how they make it so easy for you to be there. So one of the things people have asked me is, do I feel safe there? I absolutely feel safe there. I'm, you know, so I I think every situation is different. It is a little bit bigger of a city than than some other areas along the coast. I, they on main, on the main street on Fifth Avenue. I've heard them, you know, offer drugs to people. Of course, don't buy drugs. Of course, you know, don't go out very late drinking to your stumbling home. Uh, Don't leave drinks around if you're at a nightclub. I mean, these are things that are common sense that have nothing to do with Playa del Carmen. But, you know, that's what I tell people. If you live a safe life, I feel it's much safer than a lot of the cities in the U.S. Um, And I, you know, there's so much in Playa that I don't really need to veer much further than like three or four blocks from the ocean since it's along the coast. And like I said, it's about two to three, two miles long or so. So what, what else is wonderful about Playa de Carmen? One is the location and how close you are and what you can do, like day trips. So some of the things that you can do from there, because you're right in the middle, is you can go to Isla Mujer. So that's an island on the other side of Cancun. You can easily take boats from Playa, or you can take a shuttle up there and, and take the ferry over. You can go the other way to Tulum, which is a trendy, hippie destination, you can go to Cozumel. I think I just mentioned that the, the, the ferry goes right over from Playa de Carmen to Cozumel in 40 minutes if you're a diver or you like those type of things. But there's other cultural things you can do. There are so many um, ruins and pyramids and things like that that you can visit from um, the Playa de Carmen area. There's tours, or you can just get on buses And, you know, you can go into the bus station, you know, ask people questions, say, I want to go here. They're extremely helpful. The bus, I've never spent more than a couple dollars to take the bus. And the bus is air-conditioned, very comfortable seats. They're fantastic. The bus system in the Riviera Maya is just wonderful. And it actually goes all over the Yucatan. So another thing to do is cenotes. And cenotes are sunken swimming holes, and they're all over Riviera Maya. So if you go online you'll be able to find like 15 or more and you can read about them. Some are more touristy, some are actually like caves. So depending on your interest or your adventurous spirit, you can pick where you want to go. There's tons of tours to visit them. So when you're walking down 5th Avenue, you can easily get a tour to go to these cenotes or you can look online or you can just take, you know, take a bus or a shuttle there. I think I talked a little bit about accommodations when I shared with you the type of price and what I could find for a condo, but there's also wonderful hotels. There are all-inclusives, some very big fancy ones that are... Most of them are a little outside of Playa de Carmen. You would have to, you know, take a taxi or a um, service to get into the town. I personally, you know, if you want to come to Mexico and stay at an all-inclusive That's wonderful, but that's just a very different kind of vacation. You're not experiencing Playa del Carmen if you do that. So I kind of recommend against that unless you're specifically looking for an all-inclusive because the food is so fantastic and so inexpensive. If you're in an all-inclusive, you're kind of just getting your meals from the same kitchen every day and uh, kind of, again, you, you lose the purpose of what Playa has to offer. Because Playa has a lot to offer from the food area. It is an international destination. There are so many people from Italy and Germany and Canada living in Playa del Carmen. There's actually a little Italy with over 30,000 Italians. I've eaten in Italian restaurants. They make their own pasta. Some of them, one restaurant, they, they they're importing their wine from their relatives' vineyard in Italy. So, I mean, the quality is pretty fantastic to think that you're in Mexico and you're um, getting that quality of Italian food. Um, So one of the things that I've noticed over the years that has changed the most is the quality of Asian food. So maybe 10 years ago when I started going there, you could find an Asian restaurant. You could find sushi. Uh, Probably not the best, but, you know, you had the option completely. I, I think there's over fifty type places to get sushi in Playa now. It, it's unbelievable. There's good quality Indian food. There's Thai food. There's Vietnamese food. Um, really interesting. I mean, very exciting to see that you, people are coming from all over the world to to Playa. But and and I think they've even seen more of it with with COVID. Mexico is one of the countries that has remained open, and they had COVID testing stations all over uh, Playa de Carmen and all over the cities in the Riviera Maya, and so they did it in a safe way. You had to wear masks, but a lot of people have come, and a lot of people have chosen to stay. Um, I've heard there's a wonderful Jamaican restaurant, and um, I'm actually going to Playa de Carmen in a couple days, and that's on my list to go find this uh, family that opened this wonderful uh, Jamaican restaurant and and try the food. So um, I hope I'm giving you a little bit of sense of what Playa de Carmen is like. Um, again, it's a, a place that you can go to the beach. There's beach clubs everywhere, and you can find some of them that as long as you buy some food, you can sit at the chairs for free. It's such a long area. People ask me about the beach. It depends. So when you're talking about sixty some blocks, there might be some areas that have some seaweed. There might be some areas that are more rocky. You just have to kind of go sense. I know up closer to the beginning where the streets are like Street One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. If you're up near Playa Car, which is the start and the beginning of Playa de Carmen, the beach is um, white sand. It's a little bit better. Sometimes in the middle, you'll have a couple blocks that may not be so good. And it depends. Seaweed's been a problem in the Riviera Maya. So, you know, I think it's just talk to people, which beach should I go on? Because someone told me they went to the beach and they didn't like it. Well, my question was, which beach did you go to? Which street did you even ask? where? Where's the beach or where's the ocean look great? And just go there. So um, not that difficult to do, but you'd be surprised how people don't take that one little effort of asking, you know, where Where else should I go, or is there a different beach I can check out? So as I said to you, I'm going back soon, and I'm really excited. I'm going to do another session on Playa de Carmen, and uh, I'll be able to share what's, what's new and what's going on today there. If you like this episode, check out the others in my series, and stay tuned for more Travels with Alicia.